0: Welcome back to PMR Unhinged. Today we're talking about the top three reasons why you'll never be rich and what you can do about it starting today. Okay, so why are some people wealthy and others are not?
1: I think the first thing is is you don't make it a priority to educate yourself. You haven't listened to PMR Unhinged. We've given you a lot of the steps, but you actually aren't doing the things that we've been talking about. And one of the first things we spoke about is you have to educate yourself. We laid it out clearly. The education system is not there to make you wealthy. It puts out employees. That's what it gives you, right? That's the mindset that you've been hammered into you. Most likely most parents do that to their children as well. Again, go to school, get a good job, invest in a 401k, and maybe one day you get to retire. You know, when you're too old and you can't really do anything anyway, you know? So the the biggest thing is you don't educate yourself. You don't read books. You take too much time with social media. You'll sit there and you'll watch three hours of TikTok. You'll spend two hours on Instagram, but you won't even take 15 minutes to read a book. You won't do anything to actually increase your knowledge in how to actually get to where you're trying to go. You don't make time for learning. That's basically what it is. You don't make it a priority. You expect the knowledge to just magically become part of you by osmosis. And that's just not gonna happen. You think that the book that's been sitting on your nightstand for the last six months is just gonna somehow come into your mind as you're sleeping every night, but it doesn't work. That doesn't happen. You actually have to pick up the book and you actually have to start reading it. And as you're reading it, actually visualize and picture in your mind those things that you're that you're learning. It's not rocket science. It truly isn't. But everybody has been programmed. No one understands that. I can't hammer that home enough. That's again why you hear me talk about the battle of the mind. Because from the age when you're first born, actually they now say that it's while you're still in the womb, to the age of about seven. Now I've heard eight, but recently studies are showing that it's seven years old. So um, from my learning back when I was in school, because as you know, I was a psychology major first, I was actually wanted to be a psychologist. And so psychology is still something that interests me very much. And so I'm always just still reading about it. I actually use psychology in my everyday life. Use it professionally too, but so up until about the age of eight, so From the time that you're in the womb up until the age of eight, you are actually uploading at such a massive clip that see, because the thing is is that psychologists say that children from the womb to about eight years old are at a very uh, low vibrance called theta. And in this, you can actually upload at a very, very quick pace. So that's why when you see your children or your young child, they're constantly watching you. They're constantly picking up everything from you. That's why as you get older, you'll hear people say, oh my goodness, I sound just like my mom, or I sound just like my dad. Well, sure, because from those formidable years between the womb and eight years old, you have been actually uploading how you're supposed to be as a human being. Now, what they do say is is that in young girls, the father tends to be very powerful or impactful. Although, when they get older, they're going to act pretty much just like their mother, okay? And in young boys, the mother is the most powerful in a young boy's uh, formidable years. But yet, when they, the boy gets older, they're going to act just like the father. So, in other words, if you have a small child and that small child watches you as, let's say it's a little girl, and she watches you as the mother and you're constantly treating the dad in a certain way or you're constantly, you know, talking negatively about the dad. She's going to pick up a lot of those things because they're getting uploaded. And then what she's going to do is she's going to find those exact same things in the person that she ends up marrying. Whoever she marries, she's going to end up picking on those exact same types of things, right? So again, when your child is actually young, you have to be intentional. You actually have to take a conscious level to understand that that child is uploading everything that, that that child sees. So you have to understand where you came from as well. you know. And the problem is, is that not all people are lucky. I was very lucky. I grew up in a great household. My parents were always very good at, you know, really putting in the right things into my mind. You hear me sometimes. I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds exactly like what my dad would say. Mm-hmm. Or, wow, that sounds exactly what like what grandma says, right? Because, you know, you hear her say the same things. Well, yeah. I grew up with her programming me, you know, as well. So what happened? I then kind of, you know, took some of that and started programming you. Now there's, there's a difference. I did take one step because of reading i learned that the wealthy teach their children differently so what did i start doing i actually took the intentional steps to really start teaching my three kids differently i wanted them to think for themselves i wanted them to think in a level of abundance i wanted them to to think in terms of power not weakness and so those are really the things is is that you have to understand is, is that you've been programmed And you have to understand that how you can deprogram. Well, how do you deprogram yourself?
0: Educate yourself.
1: That's exactly right. You educate yourself. You start reading books because you start learning that there's a whole different world out there. You start understanding things from a different point of view, right? So today, you know, it's so asinine because, you know, you have big tech companies and they're starting to take things away. They're starting to delete things. They're censoring this They're censoring that. Well, so how do you ever know what's true? It's so difficult today to start understanding that really we are at war and nobody knows it. What we're in today is the information age, And so people have to understand that where's that war fought?
0: In your head, in that, your brain.
1: That's exactly right. It's The battle is for your mind. That's why you constantly hear it. I keep saying it over and over again. Well, why? Because I want you to understand that that's where the war is actually at right now. People are after your mind. Look, think of it this way. From the time that you're born, who's after you first? Toy companies, right? Toy companies are after you. You then have other companies that are after you because they want you to be you know, long-term customers of theirs. So you have Walmart. You can see how they market to, to children sometimes. You can see how all the big companies are constantly marketing for children. You can see how now where even extreme political views They're now going and trying to get into the schools to to try and get to the minds of the young children because they're trying to push a, a political agenda. Their battle is for your mind. It was never that bad when I was in school. Actually, honestly, it was starting to get bad when you were in school, but today it is a full scale war oh, yeah. for people's minds TV, so, shows. TV shows when you look at it you know they they want something to be all of a sudden to come mainstream so what's the first thing they start doing they start pushing it out on TV they start you know and they then what do they do news they right. keep saying it over and over and over and over again you turn on the news and it's constantly the same thing same thing they keep what do they do they keep showing you the same 10 second clip of video that they're trying to show you Because whatever it is, let's say they're trying to put in fear into you. Well, what do they do? They keep putting it and they keep showing the clip and they keep saying the same things over and over again. You watch the next news show, but it happens to be the same channel. Guess what? They just repeat the same thing over again. So that's programming. They don't call it television program because you're watching a program. It's television because it's programming you. It's television program. So they're, it's programming you. Now, Today, we have the the smartphones, social media, all of those things, they're constantly programming you. And so that's why people are actually asleep, right? Because they have no idea, They're, they're zombies, they're walking around with all this crap that's been put into their head from everyone else but the people who should be putting it in. If you have young children, you better take note today, you better start getting really involved in your schools You better really start getting involved in what your children are watching because the the battles for the young minds today and i'll tell you right now they're winning they're winning and it's really scary so first reason why you'll never be rich is because you don't understand that you've been programmed and you don't make it a priority to educate yourself. That's the number one reason right there. So you're gonna automatically, you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again because you're on a loop. You had this programming put into your mind and so you just keep going through life on this endless loop, handling the same problems, handling the same things the exact same way that you always have that's gonna give you the same result that you've always gotten and because you don't educate yourself. So that's insanity. So you go insane because you keep thinking, well, how come I can never get to where I'm trying to go? Well, because you keep going back to the same programming, the same loop, and you don't educate yourself to break free from that programming.
0: So what should they do to reverse their direction?
1: So again, some of the things that you can do to start reversing. First thing for me, give your mind to the most safe being that there is, and that's God. Turn to God. So for me, it's even just daily, just daily. If you just put these things, this can start reversing that, that programming. And the first is even just five minutes of prayer every day, whether it's at night or it's in the morning, you know, five minutes of gratitude, taking five minutes and actually looking around and being grateful for what you do have, no matter what stage or where you're at in life. We all have things to be grateful for. You have a great husband. You have a great wife. You have great children. You have great parents, great family. You have a great dog. You have a great fish in your aquarium. You know, you have to take that little bit of time and have gratitude, take gratitude for what you do have. The next thing is is 15 minutes of visualization. Now this is, something that you have to practice every day. 15 minutes of visualization. You can do that while you're mowing the lawn. You can do that while you're washing the dishes. You can do that at any given time. Do it while you're eating your cereal. Picture yourself. Visualize you know where you're trying to go, mm-hmm. what you want your life to be. The next thing is 10 pages of a book every day. Just 10 pages. Put a highlighter next to your book. That's how I started reading books. I would just take 10 pages before I'd go to bed. I would just look at it and I would take my highlighter. And sometimes I'd start falling asleep as I'm reading the book. And I would just put a little mark where I left off. I put the book down, go to sleep. And guess what? The next night I would do the same thing. So 10 pages of a book every day, not just any book. Again, I think books that are like novels and books like that, fantasy novels and all that, that, that's really, I think it's just wasteless time for for you. If you If you have the time, use that like watching TikTok because all that is is entertainment. It's not advancing your life. So when I say 10 pages of reading a book, I mean 10 pages of a book in real estate or sales or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. 10 minutes of
0: a book that has education in it. And then on your relaxing time, then read the fantasy book.
1: Read the novel, no, you know, whatever it is that, you know, suits your fancy. Then go ahead and read the novel then. Right. And that's actually better. It's better to sit there and read a novel rather than sit there on TikTok or Instagram. That's actually, I'd, I'd pick that first over wasting time on Instagram and TikTok, Twitter, or whatever. The, but in this they case, we're
0: talking about an education book.
1: In this case, I'm talking about a yes, a book that actually is helping you to get where you're trying to go. Learn more about what you're trying to do. Right. If you're in nursing, read a book on how you know educate yourself more on nursing. You know, if, if you want to be a real estate mogul one day, start reading books on real estate, on other people who have done that. One YouTube video per day. That's another thing you can do. One podcast per day.
0: PMR uh, Unhinged.
1: PMR Unhinged is a great one. You know, we're actually walking you right through the steps. And the other thing is one phone call to someone who can mentor you. One phone call to just talk to someone who has reached the destination of that you're trying to go to you know, people will be willing to talk to you. If you just reach out and just say, is it okay if I ask you three or four questions, Right. you know? So really those are things that you can do, you know, today to actually switch directions, get out of the programming and start learning to start educating yourself. Simple ways that you can start educating yourself every day.
0: Okay, so what's the second reason someone will never be rich?
1: You have a scarcity mindset. You always see what's wrong rather than right. You always think that there's not enough in the world rather than a lot. And today, especially if we're talking about wealth, there is so much money sloshing around out there that, I mean, everybody can be filthy rich. Everybody can because there's just a massive amount of money out there. And again, if you take the education, start learning about that, you'll start seeing, you know? So another thing that you can do is start learning how money works. No one knows how money works. They just see, oh, okay, I have this little green piece of paper in my hand. I go and I give that to someone else or to a store clerk, and then I get something else. That's as far as most people understand money. True, But money goes way, way deeper than that way deeper, too much that we don't have time to discuss it here. But again, there's a lot of information out there that, d- that does discuss how money does work. And if you can get on the right side of that, then you start understanding how to use money as a tool, right? Rather than letting money use you as a consumer, you start learning how to use money as a tool as an investor okay so that's one thing that you can do there
0: so how would you explain for someone that's never heard about scarcity what is scarcity mindset
1: scarcity mindset is the first thing is the you always think to yourself that only crap happens to you you know it's it's a it's really the opposite of a a grateful mindset it's really the opposite of an abundance mindset in other words something negatively happens to you during the day and you say, well, of course, of course that happened to me. Of course, it always happens that way for me. And so what you start programming yourself, because you keep repeating these same things, just like what we were talking about moments ago. So you start programming those things into your mind because it gets programmed into your subconscious through repetition. So you start thinking that, you know, there's not enough money out there, you think, oh, I'll never be wealthy. Oh, I'll never get that job. I'll never get what I want. I'll never get that girlfriend. I'll never get that boyfriend. No one will ever ask me to marry me. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not rich enough. So you're constantly looking at the opposite end of abundance rather than actually looking at what you do possess and what you do have and what you should be grateful for and actually looking at that the cup is actually full not half full, not half empty, but full. You know, I hate that, you know, that little expression. How do you look at the glass, half empty or half full? Actually, I look at the glass as overflowing. That's how I look at the glass. That's how I see the glass. So, you know, you have to step outside of all those little synchronicities and actually start being who you want to be. Take control yourself. You know, the other thing is, is that you expect someone or something else to do it for you. Let me tell you something. No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to make you rich. You're not gonna get a knock on the door one day and all of a sudden someone's gonna say, hey, guess what? I just had a couple extra million dollars. I didn't know what to do with it. So here, I'm gonna go ahead and hand that to you. Yeah. It's never happening. So unless you start actually taking responsibility and start taking accountability for yourself and understand that it's up to you. Your parents aren't gonna do it for you. Your brother's not gonna do it for you. No one's gonna do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. So that's really what encompasses a scarce mindset is just always thinking that you know life is happening to you rather than happening for you. You know, we have challenges, problems come our way, but if you look at that, oh, it's always that always happens to me. No, stop that. Look at it, oh, this is happening for me because maybe I'm supposed to learn something from this so that I can grow from it, so that I can get to the next step, so I can get to the next level. But again, people just keep repeating the same crap day in, day out, and they never get anywhere that they're trying to go because they don't do anything different that's really, that's really what it is. So the other thing is, is you don't believe you deserve it. You know, you believe that, well, wealth is for everyone else. You know, it's not for me. Everyone else can do it. I can't. So that's really the other thing. You don't really want it. You don't really want it. You, everybody wants to go out there and talk about it, but you don't really want it. If you really want it, then you'll, you'll start taking steps to get there. You know, you think that because you grew up poor and your family was poor, that you have to be poor too. So there's that programming again, right? You watched your family be poor. You watched your family you know, mess up. You watched your dad mess up. You watched your mom mess up, whatever it is. And so you think, well, I guess that's who I am too. So again, taking no accountability for who you are as an individual. As I've said before, God doesn't make mistakes. So you have to take what he's given you and you have to actually use it. You can't just let it go to waste. You'll regret it.
0: Is there So is there something that someone can do to change themselves from having a scarcity mindset?
1: Well, first, the first thing is you must believe that you deserve whatever it is that you want. You have to actually believe it. Because you can sit there and say, well, I want this. But if you don't believe that you can have it, then... You're, that's the first thing. You're not gonna going to get it. Again, what you focus on, you get more of. If you focus on that, this is always ha- things are, crap is always happening to me. Then that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get more of that. But if you start focusing on that, hey, things are happening for me. I'm in control. I'm the one that has the power to make a change and make my life what I want it to be. The other thing is, is that you must clearly define what it exactly what it is that you do want. You have to define it. You know, it, it's the, the same. If you shoot for nothing, you'll get it. So you have to actually have a target of where you're trying to go. It, it's like sitting there saying, okay, well, you know, hit the bullseye, but yet you don't even know where it's at. So you must clearly define exactly what it is that you do want. And the next thing is you must start clearly visualizing constantly what you want. And again, you can do that while you're washing dishes. You can do that at any time. It's so easy to do. You can actually make a movie within your mind. Close your eyes. You're the director. You know, and I can't stand when I hear people tell their kids, oh, you'll never have that. Or your child starts dreaming about something. Oh, one day I want this. I'm like, oh, get real. You're never going to. Why? Dreaming's free. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything to dream. So why would you stop your child from having a dream? So what if they say that they want to, you know, walk on Pluto one day? So what? They're building, they're connecting those synapses that makes them think that they can achieve anything in the world, you know? So you have to have bring back some of that that mindset to yourself as an adult and say, "Okay, What do I want? Picture in your mind. It's free. If you think that you live in Dubai in the biggest mansion in the world. Okay. Picture it. And as you visualize it, do it with emotion. You have to bring in emotion. Feel the emotion of what it feels like to already be where you're trying to go.
0: So many parents do that to their kids without even noticing that they're doing it.
1: Because you know what? They weren't able to do it. And so they look at their kid and say, well, if I wasn't able to do it, you'll probably never do it either. That's wrong. Yeah. You know, what what did I always tell you guys when you guys were younger? Just basically said, look, I'm going (laughs) to be the best at whatever it is that you want to do. And you know what? I'm going to teach you everything I know so that one day you don't get to where I'm at. You pass me. You guys are 30. I want you to be past where I was at 30. When you're 40, I want you to be way past where I was at 40. I don't care if you guys, you know, go past me. I want right. you to. I, that's where I'd be disappointed if you don't go past me. And I'm not talking just about wealth. I'm talking about in how you run your lives, how you think, w- the way that you, you know, run your life. It doesn't always have to be surrounding money. It goes in everything, okay? So those are some of the things.
0: Okay, so we said three. So what is the third largest reason that someone will never be rich?
1: You don't take massive action towards anything. You don't actually have any clearly defined goal. You are a ship without a captain. Everybody can picture their life as though it's their boat, right? It's their ship. And you're the captain of your ship. But most people are running around the boat. They're all over the place, right? They're in the galley sitting there eating. They're on the bow. They're, hell, some of them are even jumping over on the side of the boat and they're in the water. (laughs) And so guess what? There's no captain at the wheel. So there's no one there who's steering the boat. But let me tell you something. When you step away from that wheel of your ship and you walk away and you ignore it for too long, I will promise you someone else is going to jump in and it's most likely going to be a pirate they're going to jump in and they're going to grab that wheel but guess what they're going to steer your boat they're going to steer your ship in the direction that benefits themselves and no one understands that And so when i'm telling you that you have to be intentional you have to be intentional about where you're guiding your ship you can't be a passive captain, you have to be an active captain of your ship and guide it to where you want to go. Think of it this way. If you push a boat out of the harbor and it starts going into the ocean and you don't ever go step behind the the wheel of that boat, is it going to get to where you're trying to, to go? No. You're going to end up tossed and turned and probably you're going to sink. And that's why people run their lives today. They let everything else, they let everyone else, they let the TV tell them how to think. They let the idiots in Hollywood tell them what they should wear. They let the morons in Hollywood and the movies and the the stupid celebrities tell them how they should think, how they should run their lives. They don't care about you. They wouldn't help you if you were dying on the side of the road. You'd be lucky if they picked up the phone to call someone for you. That's, That's the unfortunate reality of the world we live in today. They may they may pick up their phone and video you but that may be it nowadays that may be it they're they they do not care but yet so many people sit there and they allow those types of people to tell them what they should think those people are getting paid to tell you right what to think they get paid for it they don't care about you, you have to be the captain of your ship you have to think for yourself and you have to take action the next thing is, is you procrastinate you procrastinate you think well i got tomorrow Well, tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow i'll start the business and guess what years pass by and all of a sudden six seven years goes by and you're like oh i always wanted to start that business but again always doing the same thing day in and day out expecting a different result you're scared of everything you can't be fierce if you're living in fear and more people today need to become fierce in how they're running their lives. You have to be fierce. It's your life. And guess what? There's a battle for everyone else out there that's trying to not take your life literally, but use your life for their benefit. So you have to be fierce and you have to take control of your life and steer your life in the direction that you want your life to go. There's a thing that says, you know, fear. So the acronym of fear is, you know, face everything and run or face everything and rise. It's up to you which direction are you going to use. Are you going to face everything and run? Because so many people are, are running in fear today. But guess what? Whatever that big you know, bully or that big monster is is that keeps haunting you, reason that it keeps haunting you day in and day out is because you haven't faced it and, and risen to the occasion. So it keeps coming back. If there's something that is constantly bugging you, constantly harassing you, constantly coming at you, whatever it is, I don't, it could be a person. It could be just a thing. It could be whatever, a problem in your life. If you don't turn around and face that problem head on and rise to the occasion and show that you're fierce, then you, you're going to constantly be getting that. You're constantly going to be harassed by it. You know, so face everything and rise. The choice is always up to you. No one's going to make that choice for you.
0: Okay, so how can someone learn, start taking action, actually putting it into play?
1: Well, you must learn to take small, actionable steps every day. You have to build the action muscle. Anything in life, it's always like building a muscle. And that's why I love going to the gym, right? Because it's kind of that repetition. It's where I do a lot of thinking. It's where I push myself. It's where I, you know, try to find where, what my potential is. Can I push my limit today? Can I go past where I was yesterday? And so you have to do small little steps in the beginning. You can't, most people, what do they do? They say, okay, I need to lose 50 pounds. So what do they do? They go to the gym and they run as fast as they can. They lift as the heaviest weights that they can lift. And the next day, they're so sore, they can't get out of bed. And so they're sore for two weeks. And guess what? Now they're back in the same patterns because they haven't gone to the gym they're too sore they can't hardly move and so they wreck themselves by doing that so that's the wrong thing to do if if let's say it's you want to lose 50 pounds or whatever it is then the first thing to do is hey just go to the gym and walk on the treadmill just walk for 10 minutes 20 minutes even just walk don't run don't jog just walk that's it after 20 minutes get off the treadmill leave go get in your car and go home instead of going to, you know, Burger King that day, hey, maybe go get a salad. So it's just small little steps that you can start to take that actually starts building that that muscle for you. You have to start building the action muscle. The next thing is is, you know, stop running around telling everyone what you want to do and start taking action. Stop Asking people and just start showing them. So in other words, let's use this scenario. I want to start a business. Oh, well, here's a business. And so what do you do? You start going around and telling all your friends and family, oh, there's this great idea I have. Here's the business I want to start. And what do they do? Oh, that'll never work. Oh, they they've already done that. Oh, there's this person's already done it. Oh, there's already a business in that. So immediately you just start getting shot down and so you don't take the action. Look, there's Amazon, right? But do you does anybody know that actually Walmart? is actually gaining on Amazon.
0: Really?
1: Really. Do you know that you can actually be a reseller for Walmart? Not very many people know that, but you can. You can actually be a a reseller for Walmart. Do you know that there's now three multi-billion dollar companies? And guess what they do? They're resellers on Amazon. Mm. One of them, two of them actually are going public and all they do is they're resellers on Amazon and they're multi-billion dollar companies. When are they
0: going public? I got to get in on that.
1: Mm. I mean, maybe research it and look at it and maybe so, but really, again, I think the point is you can either get in on it by investing in the company that's going public, or you can take your evenings and maybe start a business at night and becoming a Walmart reseller and go build your own billion dollar business.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. You know, that's the other thing. So quit running around telling everybody what you want to do, or let's say it's that you want to lose weight. Stop running around telling everybody, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds because All you're going to do is set yourself up to be judged three weeks later. No, stop that. Just go and do it. Rather than telling people about it, start showing them that you've done
0: it. Move in silence and let your success be your noise.
1: Let success be your noise. Right. Let your success speak for you. Keep your mouth shut and quit telling everybody that this is what you want to do. Just go do it. Start doing it because, those people aren't going to help you and their opinion doesn't matter because th- none of those people have done what you're trying to do. So if you're going to go speak to someone about it, then go talk to someone who's actually arrived at where you're trying to go. Right. That's who you should be talking to because they're going to tell you how to get there and what, you know, the steps that you need to take to actually arrive where you're trying to go. But if you're going to go talk to someone who's never done anything in their life, who's never, you know, maybe they've always just, you know, worked at a job for their entire life or th- let's say they've never you know, lost a pound in their life or they have, you know, they're not very in shape themselves. They're not going to tell you. They want, they want you to stay exactly the same way that you are right? because your success is a direct reflection upon them of what they didn't do. So don't do that. And the next thing I would say is speak to someone who has done what you want to do, just kind of, as I mentioned before, or what you another thing you can do is put yourself in the environment of those that are winning at your hopes, goals, and dreams already. Okay. So you know, they, they've arrived at the place you're, you're dreaming about kind of like I mentioned before. So I'm going to give you an example. I wanted to have a mortgage company. I wanted to own my own mortgage company. Did I just go out and say, okay, I'm going to start my own mortgage company today. That's it. No, I went and worked for a mortgage company first and I watched everything that they were doing. I watched a successful mortgage company. What were their systems? What were their processes? How did they think? How did the people who were running the show, what were they thinking? What were their goals? What were they trying to strive for? And guess what? I was writing everything down. And I started saying, okay, that's how you do it. Okay, you know, I just kept going, kept going. So you can put yourself in the environment and learn from them And then one day after you reach some level of success, kind of what I did, I started selling mortgages and then I got to the point where I was making my annual salary when I used to work in the corporate world, I was making that every month. Right. You know, so when you start reaching some success, okay, now step out. Now that's a good way to start a business, right? So another good example is Steven, my nephew. He, He wanted to have a hardwood flooring company. Well, he worked for a hardwood flooring company for a long time he learned all the things he he became strong at, at his craft he started learning then the next thing is he had these bigger dreams and goals that he wanted to build houses and now you look at it and he has two companies he has a very successful company flooring company that is doing not just a million but several millions of dollars in revenue every year and now he also has another company that is building homes not just any homes but multi-million dollar homes Two, three, four million
0: dollar homes. And he knows his craft and very, he very well.
1: Knows his craft. You ask him anything about hardwood floor. You ask him anything about construction. He knows. It. He knows it inside mm-hmm. and out. So really, again, taking action. He took action a long time ago and actually really started using it. So again, you can put yourself in the environment he started working for big home builders right he was started putting the hardwood floors down for big home builders that were building four or five million dollar homes two three million dollar homes and he started becoming friends with a lot of those builders those owners of those companies and he started talking to them and learning everything from them and now he then he started working for this other company that i mean they've they've already had people who you know are trying to buy them big huge companies that would like to buy them So he started learning from people who had, who are building like over a hundred homes a year. He started learning from them and now he works with them, you know, as kind of an arm in his own company. So again, you can put yourself in those positions, learn everything that you need to learn, and then you can step out and start doing it yourself. So I would say those are really the top three reasons why you'll never be rich. Everything that I've also discussed of what you can start doing about it today to change it.
0: Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. We hope that you take these tips and actually use them and tune in for the next episode next week. Keep following, liking, subscribing, all the above. Take
1: action today. Take action today.